Can I play it again? I miss my hair. I'm gonna get me a uh, sewing. I miss my hair. Be alone. But uh, welcome to Occasionally Posh, where we enjoy life, laughs, and shenanigans. I am your girl, Miss Chassie B. <laughs> <laughs> Get on my nerves, and I'm sunshine. Welcome! Oh my god, take me out every single time. I thought that was real sexy. Okay, thank y'all for joining another episode. We greatly appreciate it. We always love to see you guys on and love to see you commenting along and sending us topics and all of that. We appreciate every single bit of it, even if we late. We got people be like, Hey, we out Sometimes people <clears throat> I ain't gonna call no names <laughs> Tierra be like it's where y'all y'all can't go lie tonight. Y'all can't go lie tonight. It's yeah. Love y'all mean it. Uh, Vern Ashley said last week, y'all didn't go on tonight. What's on? It was a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, there you go. Uh, we made it. There you go. We made it. All right. You made it. Uh-oh. Can you hear? Uh-oh. Finally. Can you hear me? Yeah. We can hear you, but you ain't moving. Or is that just mine? No, nah, I think it's him. Okay. Uh-oh. Lord, let's pray for good internet. Amen. Can you hear me? He got he got wind stream. We're gonna pray against that. Mm-hmm. Um but <laughs> thank you. Can y'all, uh, my chest hurt. Can y'all hear me? <laughs> yeah, yes, we can. we can. Can y'all hear me? Okay, good. I yeah. just paid my Wi-Fi bill, so we good. We, we good on that. Oh, here. love. I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. Oh, hey, right, well, let me you. put a shirt on for y'all, bring me in. Hold on, hold on. Oh, Lord. <laughs> All right. I'm going to take it now. We already need prayer. We just got started. All right. <laughs> But like I said, thank y'all for tuning in. Please make sure you share, share, share. Hello, Yolanda. Thank you for joining as always. Of course, we got Tierra on. Thank you for joining. And we got a couple of more others on. Come on, say hello. Let us know you're here. He's uh, Tierra said a shirt. We allow shoulders on the show. <laughs> shoulders. Hey, shoulders, shoulders and titties. You know what? Okay. Um, we always talk. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna act right. Okay, we always start with a foreplay, and Chazzy B is first. There you go. Okay, so my foreplay is a question What is the biggest or craziest lie you've ever heard or told to get out of work or working? I've lied quite a few times in my younger days. Cause I got a story, y'all. Y'all want to hear the story first? Yeah, tell the story. Let me think about it. (laughs) Okay. So my cousin, she um, works at a school and she has a daughter. Her daughter goes to the school that she works at. So Mm -hmm. my cousin got a text message from her daughter's teacher the other week. Um, It was the Monday right after her birthday. And the teacher said, oh, my God, I am so sorry for your loss. If y'all need anything, please let me know. So my cousin is like, that's weird. So she asked her co-teacher, she was like, is something going on that I don't know about? And the teacher was like, no. So she showed her the message. 
And she was like, well, just go down there and check and see what's going on. So mm -hmm. she gets down to her daughter's class. She knocks on the door. The teacher comes to the door and the teacher is crying. And she's like, I am so sorry. Do you need anything? And my cousin was like, what's going on? And she was like, Kinley has just been having a bad day. She hasn't been wanting to do her work, been acting up. And I asked her what was wrong. And she said that her uncle... <laughs> She said that her uncle died over the weekend at her birthday party and fell into her birthday cake whenever he died. Wow. Wow. That's terrible. <laughs> it's the detail for me. It ain't even a lie. It's the detail. Okay. It's the detail. He fell into the cake. She was like, he fell over to the cake and just died. That's terrible. <laughs> so, That's my cousin terrible. was like, my brother did die, but he it'll be a, a year in May. She was like, it did not happen this weekend. <laughs> and I was just so yeah. tickled. And I was like, I wonder what other like crazy lies people have told to get out of work. <laughs> I mean, I definitely had said some folk were sick that wasn't sick. So this is, it looks like he was actually dead. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> kill that man again. <laughs> uh <laughs> yeah, but I did with us said some grandma, aunts, cousins, nephews, twice removed. Somebody will see. I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. What about you, kid? What's the biggest lie you've heard or told to keep them working? Mm. Well, you know, when COVID was going, well, I mean, COVID still is a thing for sure, but a lot of people was coloring their COVID tests, you know, to make them positive so they wouldn't have to come to work. Yeah, you know what? Free, yeah, they was yeah they was coloring them. Wow. Them three days off. Cause I mean, you know, cause it was free time off, and and most of the places were often like, especially if you got your vaccine, they were giving like paid time off. So you know, them 10, 14 days on the road, they was killing them. Ooh, so, dang. Had that magic marker coming in. <laughs> How do you find the perfect I didn't marker? Partake. I mean, mm -hmm. did a thought cross my mind? Did a thought cross my mind? Of course. I mean, you know, I thought about it. But <laughs> it was like, but then, you know, my luck got a big example out of me. I mess around and catch it to be out there in the hospital or something. So. That part. Be your look. That would be my look. Part. <laughs> I'll be using karma big time, and that's some karma for you right there. So <laughs> So what about you, Chase? You had the story, but what's the biggest lie you done told? Um, so I you thought about heard. this last night because mm -hmm. I was thinking. So um, I used to live in Greensboro and um, I was working at this assisted living. And the day before I was off, I was like part time at that time. And um, my dude that I was talking to, he was like, um, you know, let's spend a day. So like that day we went to the movies, we did day drinking, we went bar hopping, like we had a really good time. So mm -hmm. by the end of the night or early morning, I am like drunk and like, it's impossible for me to go to work at eight o'clock in the morning. So I'm like, how can I do this? I don't want to um, call out just, you know, sounding drunk or whatever. So anyway, I call and I was like, she was like, hello, that's it. My boyfriend just got locked up. And, I mean, <laughs> and she was like, oh my God, what happened? I was like, we pulled me over and he had drugs and a gun 
Nah, you go for it. You ain't like, no pedal, pedaling. <laughs> I was like, I said, and then they had to search my car and they tried to arrest me, but he took the rap for it, so they didn't arrest me. I was like, but I'm so distraught. I don't know if I could come in. And then yeah. she was like, no, take all the time that you need. Like, take today off. I'll see you tomorrow. Blah, blah, blah. And she was like, just whenever you come in, just make sure that you bring a police, the police um report so that oh, I can have it on file. Girl, I ain't go back to that job. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> you didn't know she was going to ask for the evidence, okay? Yeah, I was like, shit. <laughs> Okay, I'm surprised you ain't try to make up one. On I listen, if I knew what a police report had looked like back then, I probably would have tried to type up one in a heart. Then they probably was handwritten it there. You can't get away from right. that. Yeah, right. Typed up. I mm. probably would have tried it, but I ain't go back. I was fine. I had another job. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> All right, so mine is a would you rather. It's been a long time since we did a would you rather. That's usually that's literally how we started four plays. If y'all been watching us that long from back in the day, but since we having a dating trauma episode, I thought this was very fitting. <laughs> would you rather be someone's first love or last love? <laughs> We're gonna let Kev go first since he was late. <laughs> uh... That's a hard one. I, I think uh, I think I'd rather be the last love. At, at this at this ripe age of thirty five, I'm, I'm I'd rather be the last love. I ain't want to be nobody's first nothing no more. Nothing. <laughs> Unless it's the right. first time trying some barbecue or something, I ain't want to be nobody's first nothing. <laughs> I ain't want nothing brand new no more. Like, give me something that's already got some miles on it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, all right. Some all, miles the, all the recalls have been brought in. <laughs> yeah, I'm past that. I'm past that stage in my life now. You know what I'm saying? That's good. That's good. What about you, Chaz? What y'all think? I, I would rather be last love. Um, because like he said, I'm too old to be somebody's first anything. Good God. It took 30 something years to fall in love. And then I come, I am scared. I am run away immediately. <laughs> so last love. Yeah, I agree. I think at the age that we are at, if somebody's if you are somebody's first love, then that would be a little bit of a red flag. Cause not that there's nothing wrong with never being in love, and I'm not trying to judge anybody's journey. But I'm trying to figure out why. It's got to be something in you that you ain't dealt with, that you need some therapy for, that you ain't never, ever <laughs> been in love. Because we all done never? been in love. Like, sometimes we done been in love people we ain't even never been in a relationship with. Because, you know, the heart, no, I mean, it happens. The heart be hearting, okay? <laughs> the, heart the worst breakup I ever had was a guy that I wasn't in a relationship with. That was so heartbreaking. I cried for weeks. Right, pain, like real pain. Right. The only, the only good thing about being so, if you each other's first love and and you mature enough to handle being each other's first love, then you can grow together, which would be nice. When you already old and our ripe age, we already done been molded and stuff, and then you get with somebody, and you you don't know how to just put a little water on you so you can reshape. You know what I mean? Like, and that's necessary relationships. You got to be able to, you know. Reshape a little bit to be with your partner, even if you could be you could be the most perfect person in the world, but you, you ain't the most perfect person for that person. You know what I'm saying? Right. So 
Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's gift and curse to each side, but um, yeah, I agree. At our age, ain't nobody trying to first nothing. <laughs> ain't nobody trying to first nothing. Mm-hmm. Tierra said, "I don't lie. I overslept like three hours once. They was they were trying to fuss at me. I told them I could be there in an hour if I was fi- if I wasn't fired. Then they try to get me to stay late. No, I had plans. LOL. So you late? <laughs> you late? You not saying that's terrible. That's terrible. <laughs> She had plans. I agree, Tiara. Shoot. I can't. That's why your butt didn't go back. Uh, she also said, "I've been in. I've been a first love. Uh huh. That they had to call the ambulance for him when we broke up. What, girl? You got to come on here and tell that story. <laughs> what? They called the ambulance. Kevin said he want the problems. <laughs> We need to we need a uh, backstory on that team whenever you get a chance. Yes. I'm just saying. It ain't gotta be two night, but it can be a night. All right. Like <laughs> <laughs> just derail the whole show, Terry. Mm-hmm. Um, oh man, that's good. That's good. All right. Well, that's our four play for tonight. Um, and as y'all see, if you follow us, if you've been on our page, tonight is about dating trauma. So we brought on Mr. Kev to uh, be a part of this discussion. He's a regular listener. He's always have a great comments and always going on with Chastity B shenanigans. So we thought this would be an opportune time to bring him on. But before we do, you want to introduce yourself. You can tell people whatever you want them to know about you. If you want to know your name, what you do, whatever you want them to know, let me tell the people. Uh I'm Kev, uh, Kev No Chaser on TikTok and Snapchat, and Ke- just Kevin Chestnut here on Facebook, and uh, KBless Double Underscore One on Instagram. You can follow me on all social media platforms. Look, I love to laugh. I love Jesus, and I I share both. That's pretty much what you're gonna know about me. I'm a career firefighter. I'm a dad, super dad of a beautiful nine year old girl, and. I just like to have fun. I love to have a good time. I've had some dating traumas in my life and some experiences with stuff like this. And look, I'm going to give you the raw, unadulterated truth. But we're going to laugh about it, and we're going to laugh through my pain. All right? We're going to have a good time with it, too. Because I have had therapy. I'm healed. And I've had, you know, both deliverance and therapy. And I believe in both, and they're necessary. So, yeah. All right. We're going to touch on both of that. All right. Go ahead and do some preaching on here tonight. Okay. But <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. So let's let's just start it off with something simple. When you guys hear the phrase uh dating or dating or relationship trauma, what does that mean to you? So let's start with Chassie B. Oh Lord. <laughs> when you look it up in a dictionary or on Webster or on whatever you look up definitions of, there is a picture. Of me. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> she's on there like, <laughs> I'm like this. <laughs> oh, man, no, but man. so seriously, it's like, well, what I think of when I think of data trauma is you try not to bring what happened in the past into new relationships, but we tend to do it. We tend to think that just because somebody didn't um call you at the same time that they're automatically cheating because that's what happened when Ray Ray stopped calling at noon every day. Ray Ray was out there cheating. So you know it's just 
taking extra baggage from one relationship to another relationship to another. Bag lady, you gonna miss your bus. All right. You can't hurry up. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right, Karen. <laughs> All right, Karen, what about you? You that's that was great, Chaz. What you what you got to add um, to? Trauma has such a negative connotation, but sometimes trauma is necessary in order to get you to sever from things that are unbeneficial for you. For instance, when there's when you have to have heart surgery, they have to cauterize the veins in order to keep the blockage from stopping you from dying. And that's mean they have to burn it off. And so and that's trauma. That's so trauma, I yeah. feel like trauma sometimes some trauma some of the trauma I've been through is necessary. For mm-hmm. sure, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. It didn't feel good, and I still had to heal from it. But it was necessary. So yeah. you know, to to you know to give an opposite, you know, of the negative connotation, trauma is definitely necessary as well. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. All right. When I looked up dating trauma and relationship trauma, it it goes from one end of the spectrum to the other, and you know, one end of them is the the simple the narration of what trauma does and how dating affects us and things of that nature, and the other goes to like the other side of being abused and neglected and and emotionally, you know, all of that. So I tried to stay in the middle. I didn't want to go to the far end because we're not specialists, and I went. I didn't want to be so, you know. I wanted to make sure we made a difference as well. So the definition that I put together from all the pieces of dating and relationship trauma was because <laughs> I had to the misuse, neglect or unresolved issues surrounding emotional, physical and or mental feelings while dating. So I felt like that summed it up pretty well. Ooh. And um, and what people don't realize is dating trauma is subjective, which means what might be traumatic to Kev might not be the same thing to Chastity B. It might not be the same thing to Sunshine. Like every trauma can affect us differently. And um, and the way we look at it and the way it impacts us can be dealt with differently. So I want to make that plain. So sometimes we'd be like, shit, what, what she went through wasn't that bad. I went through this. We are good as people for doing that. With everything in life, we be like, girl, everything. Wow, I lost my house, but guess what? My house burnt down. Like, you know, like we trying to beat each other's trauma or something. Like, and it's just stupid. <laughs> it's just dumb. So I just wanted to, uh, I just wanted to make sure we understand that trauma for one person can be different than they is to another, and trauma time, trauma can be hard to recognize. So we don't realize that we went through the trauma because we dealt with it in our childhood or we had childhood issues that were the same as the things that we went through as we were grown. Or it could be trauma surrounding losing a parent and not and not and being afraid of love because of that or going through a divorce and not wanting to try relationship or having grief for that spouse. Like it could be a little bit of everything. So I want you guys to name an event or action that mostly affected you over your overall dating experience that created that trauma. And we'll let Kale go first. <laughs> Man, where do I start? <laughs> right. I got a book. Uh, I've had some instances, um, in, but in relationships that caused me trauma. But in retrospect, looking at it, I was the one causing the trauma. Mm. And knowing that, because and the the reason why the stuff was causing me trauma was is because it was me. It, it was it, it had issues and. The word issue is you. It was me. And so the problem I was having was it's my stubbornness and I wasn't willing to communicate. I like I was supposed I would in my head communicate, but I would expect people to be able to read who I was and not verbalizing what I was saying. So that was the biggest trauma I faced. I was cutting myself. It was mute. I was it was self-mutilation. And that was the problem. And that's the dating trauma that I had because the, the none of the women that they didn't do anything necessarily wrong for me. They were 
they didn't do anything wrong per se. It's just it was wrong to me. And that's the reason why I say it was me that caused the dating trauma because they didn't do anything wrong. It was me. It was me not communicating. It was me not verbalizing or not saying what I wanted out of things because people can't give you what you don't ask for in a relationship. So it was me. I was, I was, it was self mutilation. It, and, and it took a lot of therapy and a lot of, a lot of prayers to be able to own up to that. But it's a fact. It's a fact. Yeah. That's the, some of the dating trauma that I've been through was self mutilation. That was the problem. Well, where do you think it stemmed from? Um, stubbornness, my stubbornness. I mean, as far as like, did something happen in your life as you as a child or with you and your parents or, you know, oh, so, saying something I along mean, those grew lines? Up, okay. I, I, I grew up, um, I grew up, my parents was, my parents were separated growing up and then they, they eventually got divorced. So I grew up seeing, you know, examples of, you know, my parents not being together and them working through things and then one not working through things and then the other one not working through things. And so the examples that I saw and then, of course, the influences that I had around me. So, I mean, because we're not because we're always taught the state of grown folks business, we're not. We don't, so when we get grown, we don't understand how to uh, tell how to handle grown folks business because we're not right. brought into that arena and taught how to do things. Mm-hmm. So. I was mimicking the things that I saw, whether it be TV, whether it be my parental examples or whether it be community examples or things that I saw around, you know, I was mimicking what I saw and that's all I knew to do. So, and I feel like it was just a me reflecting the images that I have, that I saw all along growing up, whether it be from my parent, my personal parents to movies, to TV shows, you know, all that stuff. I mean, because I got to the point where I felt like I can laugh everything off. And mm-hmm. and you know, and then you know, have you ever noticed like on TV shows they're like, "Hey, look, man, you bleeding," and then that's when they realize that they've been shot, and that's when they grab it and they say, "Oh my god!" And, that's and then all of a sudden they hurting. So mm-hmm. that's how it was for me. Like, hey, dude, you bleeding? Some somebody eventually had to tell Kev, "You bleeding?" And that's when I realized how messed up I was, and mm-hmm. I had to go get fixed. You know what I'm saying? I right. ain't pass out or nothing like that and start crying. <laughs> you know, but <laughs> I had to go get fixed at that point when I realized I was bleeding. Because right. you, know, you can't say nothing is wrong until somebody points it out to you. And then once you figure it out, it's your responsibility to go get fixed. And that's right. pretty much what it come from. Is seeing all the outside examples, the ignorance of knowing how to handle situations, and then recognizing that I was trauma. I had trauma. So Wow. That's good. All right. What about you, Chassie B? You say you got a book over there. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, <Lord. laughs> I'm done. I'm done with you. Picture it. Sisley. <laughs> 1926. I'm done. <laughs> no. So um for me, I when I finally realized um that I was a problem in a lot of my relationships, uh, I realized that as an adult. Um, but I realized where it stemmed from. So my parents were together pretty much my whole childhood life. And then they ended up separating when I was in middle school. And um, my daddy did a lot of fucked up shit to my mama. I mean, it was horrible. And um, it hurt. He did some messed up things to us as well. Like, that wasn't anything like physical, but like just the way that he left the situation was horrible. 
the things that he done, he took us to his side chick's house, then got mad because it was another man there. So then he tried to take us back to our mama and like was putting us out the car because he was mad that his side chick was with her husband. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> but um, I just remember all of that. That was like very traumatic. And my daddy was a good a good man, a good father. And um, it was it was good until it was bad. So then whenever I got older and I'm in relationships and things, things are so good until they're bad. And I miss the the red flags that people show me. And I'm like, oh, he's fine. Like he's he's doing this. He's doing that, which is like the things that my daddy did. You know, he was he would show up whenever he needed to show up. He was always there. He was always a good person. And then whenever um, it was bad, it was bad. And I just, I'm a person that I guess I deal with that. I deal with the good, the good, the good, the good until it get bad. And then I have to take that situation to another situation. That's pretty much it. Right, right, right. Yeah, I think we, I think recognizing childhood trauma is so important to realize why you have these, these ways that you do things and like Kev said that self-accountability a lot of the times when we in relationships we always want to blame the other person you know he didn't want to do this or he didn't do that or he cheated or he didn't communicate and I'm like but you allowed him or you seen the flags or you you know what I'm saying it's that accountability piece of and why did you choose him in the first place and why did you think that was love like we have to really tap in deep down on the inside and really deal with that childhood trauma in order to grow but like Kel said a lot of it when we were growing up we said all the time it was what happens in this house stay in this house for number one and then number two you're supposed to stay out of grown folks business so as children and especially in black communities we really didn't learn hardly nothing until it was too late aka we was grown and figuring it out <laughs> like, like, like of course I what's a check in the camp <laughs> right of course, my parents gave us the basics of, you know, this is a roof. You got to have a job. You're going to have bills. But then as far as, like, breaking it down, like, it wasn't that great. <laughs> a lot of friends don't want to admit it, but we didn't learn how to communicate or we didn't learn how to actually date. Like, what's the steps to dating? We, what we seen as children, or at least what I seen as children as dating was, my mama brought the boy home. I think they just met, but oh, no, now they dating and they in love. And now we have, you know what I'm saying? Like, I never learned that this is what a first date is. This is what a second date is. This is how you communicate. These are the questions that you ask. This is what's important. I ain't learned this stuff. <laughs> and I'm sure a lot of just, people did not. So it's like we out here just in a boat with no paddles. <laughs> Allowing we got a paddle, but it's just one and we going around in a circle. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even go forward, baby. We just going around right, in a circle. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely tough it's definitely tough so um so the the tears of 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 dating trauma that i found the first one was mistrust which is a big one so mistrust and um the avenues of mistrust the first one was post breakup trust meaning we trust how do we retrust someone with our heart so how hard do y'all think it is to move on from a breakup <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. It's something that I'm still stuck on. No, I'm playing. <laughs> uh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it, I, I, I think I remember I said this in the past. Um, 
at one point in time in my life, I used to jump from one relationship to the next relationship. Like this one is over. Let's move. Let's move along accordingly. And I never really sat in my feelings a lot of the times. Um, after I had kids and I left um, my kids' father, I actually took some time to. Well, am I that Okay. So after uh, after. <laughs> After another breakup, not with him, but with somebody else, I did take some time to myself to actually get back to like the things that I enjoy about me and all this kind of stuff. And um, whenever I decided to start back trying to date, I am I feel like for me, I'm <sighs> I um, don't take bullshit from some people, some people then got on past it but um anyway the answer to the question mistrust <laughs> i was thinking about something else i'm sorry my mind went i had a conversation earlier today with somebody and my mind okay. went straight to that okay so anyway with the mistrust a lot of times we do not get over the mistrust because we bounce from one relationship to another relationship and we don't sit in the time to get back to why we had the mistrust like a lot of times we blame ourselves and it's not our fault. And sometimes we blame the other person and it, it is it, it right. is our fault. Right. I mean, yeah, <laughs> right. Right. It could be a combination of all parties. What about you, kids? Um, do we ever actually get over people? Ooh, I think yeah. so. Not probably not within the time frame we try to act like we do, uh, but I think I mean, so. Okay, so <laughs> my 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 thing with them the mistrust is I'm gonna be honest with you, I come from the era of to get over one is to get under another. I come from that era. And that boy, if if, if there could not be a more toxic statement <laughs> than the whole wide world. Um on it though. On it. <laughs> it was the best time because you had so much emotion that you that this person didn't even know where it was coming from. They thought you had passion for them and it was just but you know i i had to learn and after you know after the last relationship that i was in um that i ain't gonna lie it took me down through that it messed me up because it really opened the door for me to see me you know what i'm saying it really showed me kev and can i since we on here, I'll say it this way. I was able to see me naked, you know what I'm saying? And not in a not in a nude kind of tense, but connotation, right. but in a connotation where I had to see me for who I really was. And I was, that's when I came to the realization like, okay, you can't blame nobody else for the stuff happening to you. Uh, you can't keep, you know, you can't keep ruining these good women by you know by your traumas you know so just the hurt and the pain that you feel and you're not getting over the stuff that you've done to yourself because ain't nobody done it to you done it to yourself the lies you keep telling yourself you know that all this stuff you you, can, you gotta fix you kev and i think in order for me to trust again i gotta see that somebody's been through that same they got they got they've been through the same process that they have been processed and that they understand like I said, I don't want nothing new no more. So I want to understand that people that, that are sure of themselves and understand themselves and have been processed and understand, okay, yeah, I, 
I know where I was messed up at in my past and I'm fixed now and I'm ready to proceed for it because a lot of you can be fixed but not ready to proceed. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You know, you can you can be healed. Don't be stepping but, you know, on my toes. You, and, you can, and, and there's nothing wrong with not being ready to proceed at all. And there's nothing wrong with taking time for yourself. There's nothing wrong with all of that stuff. And for some people, the best thing for them to do in order for them to trust again is to proceed. So it's a case-by-case scenario because everybody's not the same. Everybody can't sit in their feelings because some people are not strong enough. Some people need to share those feelings with somebody else or they'll go crazy. You know, and, and it's okay if that's you. If that's you, that's okay. That's fine. I was the one that I had, you know what, I had to look. Let me pour myself into everything but a relationship right now. Let me pour myself into work. Let me pour myself back into school. Let me pour myself into the gym. Let me pour myself into being a father. Let me pour myself into church. Let me pour myself into everything, into hunting. Everything that I do other than relationship, I had to pour myself into it in order to keep from ruining somebody else. And Mm -hmm. so now, you know what I'm saying? We'll see. I don't know. I was waiting on the dance. Like, now, that was sliding in my DMs. Okay, now. Nah. Hey, sliding my DMs. Please make sure, Uh-oh. make sure that you, you know, that you govern yourself accordingly. If you come okay. to my DMs, I was about to say, be careful now. I, I will get you will get ignored if you're not coming correct. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, I know that's right. Okay. I know that's right. All right, going back to the key, I'm, the comment. Sorry, uh, Tiana said, "I learned from watching TV what dating is supposed to look like, especially black shows like Family Matters and Martin in a Different World." That's fast. That's fast. We did learn from it. Then we learned that hey, it looked way easy on them TV shows. <laughs> Martin and Gina only stayed mad for seven minutes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> They was together by the end of the show. (laughs) And Tiara have a comment as well, but I'm going to go to the next one because she touching on it. So the next part of mixed trust is post-cheating trust. Trusting someone to be faithful. Uh, And so her comment says, I seen a lot of cheating growing up and and so now I think everybody is cheating. If I kind of get any inkling, they have been dishonest. So mm, that's, that's that's real. That's real. So, have either you dealt with infidelity, and if so, how did it make you feel? I wanted that nigga to pay me in blood. Ooh. <laughs> I wanted him to pay me in blood. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, I, I dealt with infidelity, and it hurt like that thing hurt i felt my heart like literally break in a thousand pieces and Mm. it took a long time for me to get over it i mean years and to the point that he would even still like reach out to me even after i had kids he would reach out to me on my birthday um christmas valentine's day and things like that mother's day he would reach out and be like happy blah 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 whatever and then i would like be like, leave me alone. Like, leave me alone. Why do you keep inserting yourself into my life? Like, just stop. So um, the crazy thing is, I remember the first year that he didn't send me a happy birthday message. And I, y'all, this is how toxic I was. I waited all day for that birthday message and it never came. And I cried because he did not send me that message. But then the next year I left you alone. I know. I wanted him to leave me alone, but it still hurt. Right. <laughs> it still I hurt. 
<laughs> I get it. I get it. Whew. What about you, Kev? Like this? <laughs> what about you, Kev? You ever been cheated on or dealt with infidelity? I dealt with infidelity. Um, I was the sneaky link. Yep. Uh, <laughs> boy, <laughs> let me keep this PG. So I was, uh, <laughs> I was in a whole entanglement with a girl that had a girl. So, uh, man, it was it was wild. <laughs> it was really wild. You know, he laughing mean? like he reminiscing. Uh, like, <laughs> it was wild, um, especially because it was like right after a breakup, you know, and I met this chick in the club. You know, what I mean, we was chilling, you know, chopping it up back and forth, and I just thought she was somebody cool. You know, I ain't I ain't think nothing about it. I wasn't trying to get at her, but. We just one thing just led to another. We kept chopping it up. So one day she was like, hey, You want to hang out? I was like, Hang out. I mean, you know, we ain't like that. You know, mind you, I didn't know this girl was in a relationship with a woman or anything like that. You know, like, you know, I'm like, Nah, let's not. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to go hang out with the fellas and I'll catch you on the flip side. So I go in the club and I see her and she was dressed up like, you know, like a dude. I'm like, What? And she was like, What's up, Kev? I'm like, Huh? You know, I'm confused at this point. I'm trying to like, mm-hmm. yeah, one and one is four at this point. Two is missing somewhere. <laughs> Two is missing somewhere. You took a stud down. So, I got to defend myself. Okay, let me finish. <laughs> so, let me tell you. So, after that, after that, I seen her dressed up. That's when I realized, okay. She just want to be one of the fellas. Okay, that's what's up. You know what I'm saying? That, that's the way I took it. Mm-hmm. I, she just want to be one of the fellas. So the next time I seen her, she won't dress up like no boy. And let me tell you, she was set up. All right. <laughs> she want poom poom power, is she? What? <laughs> set up. So, and, you know, and I'm treating her like one of the fellas, but she like, no, 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 Negro. <laughs> this ain't what this is. Mm-hmm. Like, so, you know, of course, after some... One thing Alcohol, led to another. We got it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, after some strong, after some beverages, you know, we got to chopping it up. And that led to a whole, that better, just put it like that led to a whole year entanglement. A year? Okay, Jada. Jada in August in this. I'm tired to track it. I was picking her up from her old lady's house, you know, because she, she thought I was just one of the fellas. And her, her old lady did too. I was one of the fellas. So she didn't think nothing different. And I didn't think nothing different, but look, I'm gonna tell you where it messed up. I started you thought something feelings. different. Oh, I started catching feelings. I ain't gonna lie to you. Cause that girl was, let, let, she was many fresh, like, thou, thou, thou. you know what she I'm was saying? She, she was experienced. Okay, she won't, she won't brand new to this. She was true to this. Okay, all right. and that girl was making me feel like a man. All right, all right. And now, I had like just got out of something. Ow. I had just got out of something. You know what I'm saying? So she was making me feel like a man. I mean, and the problem was. You know, she was a, a quote unquote stud, but she was so soft with me. That's the thing. Like, okay. so I think it was a mutual. Like, she was able to be her feminine side, you know, and able to be a woman with me, and she didn't have to put mm-hmm. on this hard image and portray all this other stuff. That's the reason why, you know, that stuff, I think it's cognitive, but that's neither here nor there. So I think that she, um, she was able to be her feminine self with me. So she was able to be her soft with me. And okay. because, you know, I'm a manly man, I'm a man's man. I ain't know, ain't nothing soft about Kev at all. So, you know, I mean, my, maybe my belly, but, you know, but still. <laughs> 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 yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, 
she was able to be soft with me because she didn't have to portray this image. So I felt like it was a mutual benefit because I was able to make her comfortable with who she really was. Because mm-hmm. retrospect, now being twenty twenty, if she watching this, she'd be like, "Oh, he nigga talk about me." But anyway, so any, anyway, now you know she's married, she has children. You know she's no longer in that lifestyle. She's in the church now and all this other stuff. She's a totally different person. But I think she was, but because she was able to be her true self with me. That's it was a mutual benefit because I was fresh out of something. I was hurt and I was in pain, and then she was giving me everything that I needed to make me feel, you know, assured and giving me the confidence of being a man. And then, and she was able to get the same benefit of being a woman. And you know, but yeah, that was that's the piece. If y'all want to hear, Kev, I hear healing, healing lesbians one at a time. You know what? I'm not. Oh, uh, no, 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 no comment. Don't do no comment, please. Don't, don't, don't nobody comment on that. Leave it alone. <laughs> <I'm just playing. laughs> I'm just playing. Nikki said earlier when you was talking, Kev, that you better preach. Hey, Nikki, thanks for joining. Yeah. We told, we told the story of your baby child. <laughs> <laughs> and she said that's some entanglement for your that part. Yeah. That's a whole <laughs> entanglement. Okay. She said lesbian slayer. <laughs> um, I love it. They might have you at one of them little anti-gay camps, okay? <laughs> we would like for you to meet our our uh, man over here. His name is Kevin. Could you please come over here and talk to her? <laughs> We moving on. Y'all gonna get us in trouble. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Moving on. Tiana talking about not with healing lesbians. They, they a mess. They ain't had no part of it. Maybe just a little bit. All right, the next, <laughs> the next one on the mistrust, Lord, we're gonna be here for two hours. The next part of mistrust was sincerity trust. And that is, is the person being real, truthful, or open? So how do y'all feel? I mean, that's happened forever in dating, but how do y'all really feel about this? Be, people being sincere in this new age, online, whatever's dating. I don't, I don't know nothing about online dating, but y'all probably do. Well, how y'all feel about people being sincere in this online dating world? Child, it's just dating in general. It ain't got nothing to do with online. <laughs> it could be somebody you met at Hardest. It could right. be somebody you met at church. In the drive-thru. In the drive-thru. And you a big hard hand. Anywhere. <laughs> anywhere. Um... It's, it's hard out here. So, like, one of the things um, that, so I was talking to this guy, and I pretty much told him everything that I do not like whenever it comes to me. And, you know, like, pretty much all the stuff that I had went through. He made it his point to go and do everything that I like. And he ended up being the ain't shittest nigga I ever seen in my whole damn life. Mm. <laughs> So he was not genuine. He was not genuine. So, like, he used everything that I told him as an advantage to try to portray himself to be somebody genuine, and he wasn't. Got you. That's hard. What about you, kid? You you feel like the women that you're trying to talk to or the women that are coming at you are being sincere? I'll leave that up to them. That's They got to deal with that. That's their demon they're going to have to deal with. But just know that I, I can see through the the mess, and that's and my tolerance level is so low. Like I said, I'm grown now. My tolerance level is low. Back when you was young, you were look, you were swimming right through the BS just to just to have somebody. 
You don't care what what kind of lie they what what kind of lie they feeding you? And be like, yeah, girl, you because you start looking at them pretty eyes and that smile and everything other benefits you got, and you think about you know, can I get you home tonight? You ain't worried about her lying to you. <laughs> you know, get where that girl stole that twenty dollars out your wallet, but you, you don't care. <laughs> You know what I'm so you're dealing with a whole crypto maniac. She's still, you know what I'm saying? You know, but you don't even care. You know what I'm saying? Hey, look, hey, look you know. Not you putting the $20 on. in there for her to steal. Make sure she can see it. You know what I'm saying? You know, man. You know this girl ain't. You know, she only using you for money, but that's all right. You know what I'm saying? She only with mm. you because of this, that, and the fourth, but that's okay. You know, so uh, now okay. I mean, I'm gr- I, I leave, I, but in all seriousness, though, I leave stuff. I, I give people 100% of everything, and it's up for you to maintain that 100%. And everything you do starts taking away. And if once you fail, ain't no getting it back. There's no extra credit with Kev. Like you get, right. I give you 100% up front. So I'm giving you all the extra credit you need. Because mm-hmm. I give you 100%. And then once you start chipping away, you lose it. And there's nothing I can do. There's, I'm sorry. I don't know, there's nothing I can do for you to build it back up, per se. So I let you I let you work to maintain it. So once you've done some things that makes me question your integrity or question who you are or say that you have ulterior motives or something like that, I can't. You know what I'm saying? I, I just can't deal. I got I to gotta, I gotta, I gotta ease out. And Nikki said she was stealing twenty dollars and had a girlfriend. That girl was a lie. I'm done. <laughs> no, I was giving her money. I ain't even care. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She was not in a man. Go buy your old lady something nice. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to be like her when I grow up. Give me her number so I can reach out to her. I need I'm to know. Oh, Is it both hands or one hand? Is it to the left or the right? I need to know. Oh, <laughs> 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 oh my god, oh my god. All right, that next one is mistrust within the dating shenanigans. So aka being stood up or being lied to or someone ghosting you. Uh uh. That's real. And then the one after that, because I'm trying to move us a little bit, is self-trust. So do you have the ability or the tools to navigate relationships yourself? Are you trusting yourself in these dating streets? Which I feel about those two bullets. Wait, what was the first one? Uh, mistrust within dating shenanigans. So being stood up, lied to, or go someone ghosting oh. you. Mm. <laughs> Y'all going to hear my story. Oh, Lord, go mm. for it. I got a short, quick story. The short version, though. The short version. I'm gonna Go do. Ahead. I'm gonna do short first. Okay. So, just so we are 100 clear, I, I I like Valentine's Day. If I'm in a relationship, if I'm not in a relationship, it's any other day for me. So this guy has been pursuing me for years, and he always dropped the ball. Um, but I decided to give him a chance this time, uh, a, another chance. So anyway. Every morning I wake up to a haiku, a song, a um, a Bible verse, a something, a, mm-hmm. a child, haikus <laughs> all day. Roses are red, violets are blue, and all this kind of stuff. So every morning I'm waking up to this type of stuff. We talk throughout the day. We talk at night and everything. So everything is going fine. So Valentine's Day. No, okay. Let me rewind. We were supposed to go out 
that week as well. And mm -hmm. then we were supposed to go out that either that Valentine's is on a Tuesday. So that Wednesday or Thursday, we were supposed to go out. And I had sent him something on Monday, like, hey, for confirmation, like, where are we going? What time are we meeting? Blah, 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 blah. And I didn't hear anything from him, but I had sent it late, which is fine. So he probably would have responded to it that morning whenever he sent my haiku. This nigga did not say anything to me at all on Valentine's Day. You didn't have to say happy Valentine's Day. You All you had to do was say, hey, how you doing? Like you do every day. How's your day going? Let's pick up the phone and talk to each other. I did not hear from him at all. At all. Wow. And that pissed so me off. Because, right. And that made me angry because I'm like, you intentionally are not messaging me or talking to me on this day for whatever reason. Just because you speak to me on this day does not mean that I'm going to marry you tomorrow. Just because right. you speak to me today doesn't mean we're in a relationship. You can say hello. You don't have to say happy Valentine's Day. Then on the 15th, I wake up at 7.45 and I had mm. got a message at 5.30 in the morning that said, good morning. Hope you have a good day. Nigga, fuck you. <laughs> From a man's perspective, kid, why do you think he did that? Mm. He ain't serious. Right. He ain't serious. That dude, um, he probably married too. Uh he's not married. I know that he's not married. I know that he's not married. I know that for sure. He was but he got somebody. Oh, yeah, he in a he in a whole relationship right here. The thing is, like, I know you when you're talking to somebody, you have to know what's important to them. And it don't matter if, if me if me care feel like Valentine's Day is a made up holiday and it don't mean nothing, it's just a man-made holiday. If she thinks it's important, okay, guess what? Now Valentine's Day is more important than Easter. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Look, Christ rose, and I better buy some roses on Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm because you have to it's because it's not about me at this point. It's I, you have to prioritize what she likes. And then but it has to work both ways. So if she knows that you know that you like baked spaghetti, look. On Valentine's Day, if you buy buying flowers, she need to bake you some spaghetti or something. Oh, baby, you know that's going to be the best baked spaghetti you ever got in your life. Right. You're going to put it in your mouth, it's going to melt. Mm. It's give and take. But, and the fact that if he, you know, if he knew that how much you valued that day, then it's not just a But see, day. no, it's not even the fact that, like I said, like Valentine's is important if I am in a relationship. If I'm not in a relationship, it's just any other day. I was expecting the same he conversation that like we had on day. the 13th and right. on the 15th. I, that's the conversations that I wanted to have. The 14th, all you could have said was, good morning, gorgeous. Hope you have a great day. Blah, right. blah, blah. And then we do our regular commentary throughout the day. I didn't expect a gift. I didn't expect happy Valentine's Day. I wasn't expecting all that. It's just the common courtesy of doing what you was doing two days ago. Yesterday, mm -hmm. when you was and writing out them haikus, you didn't mm -hmm. write out an extra haiku for the fourteenth, but you had one for the fifteenth. <laughs> he got something. He he got something deeper going on there. And then, then he gonna send me a message yesterday talking about I just uh, I got a lot going on right now, and I hope that um you can take the time and wait on me. I thought that I had blocked you, sir. How the hell did you get through? You weren't even the one pursuing him, so why are you waiting? Exactly! I'll be fine in my cocoon, in my oasis. 
Why did you go chase somebody and be like, me? all right, I didn't caught you. Now wait. <laughs> it ain't how that works. That's how it works. No, nah, it ain't. Uh, Tierra says, sounds like he had a date come through because he didn't know he was going to get a second chance with you. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. He could at least still say good morning, though. Exactly. Vince said he was romancing his other boo. Precisely. <laughs> it was. Tiana said, it's always the one that has been pursuing you for years that never paying out. Ain't that the truth? Never. Never. Ooh. Vince said, let him back in your life. He probably got you a half box of a half price box of candy done. It ain't even in date. It's expired. Kids, I'm mad at those high school though. Let me hear one. No, we ain't gonna do that, man, like that on this good podcast. Not this week. Maybe next week. Let's see if I can find one for you. Oh man, oh man. Oh man. Um, so we're gonna go on to the next one, um, which is unresolved issues so the first part of unresolved issues when it comes to dating trauma is rejection that's a big one so so in y'all opinion we all know what rejection is but in y'all opinion and this is a big debate for all parties and all scientists and everybody of the world but who deals with rejection best men or women 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 they deal with it best because why y'all think so Cause they go fix themselves and then leave a man alone. A man get rejected. That boy finna. First of all, he gonna start saying bad words. Oof, you you everything good. opposite of what he said you was to try to holler at you, and then he gonna go and badmouth you to the whole world. A woman man. gets rejected. She says, "You know what? Okay, boom." Okay, boo boo. Next time you see her, she done lost 25 pounds, got a fresh outfit, and her toes done. Okay, so <laughs> so then you go back with a ball trying to shoot your shot. Like, what's up, man? Hey, you know, look, let me spin the block, boo boo. You know what I'm saying? What it do? So, mm-hmm. uh, mm. yeah, women definitely handle it way better than men. Why <laughs> you think it's women, Chaz? Like I said, men um, typically start calling women out of their names, start talking about everything that's wrong with them that they that initially was no problem, sir. You knew that she had five baby daddies yesterday, but today you mad because she rejected you? <laughs> like, mm. You knew she had roaches when you was in there eating up the noodles, but today you want to tell everybody that she got roaches in her house. Like, mm. sir, simmer down because you was letting the roaches crawl on you at mm. one point in time. <laughs> Even that dancing with him like Joe's apartment. <laughs> yeah, I ain't never seen Joe's apartment. Go Google it. <laughs> Joe's apartment. I'm gonna have to look at Joe's apartment. <laughs> oh man. Well, actually, the research says that it actually hurts women more, and this is why. See, I'll be clear-minded. It says rejection okay. hurts a man's ego, but a rejection hurts a woman's confidence. Mm-hmm. This is true, I and know. I can speak on it. <laughs> Which I, 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 go ahead, speak on it. So I actually um, had this guy that I was interested in, and I just flat out told him that I was interested in him, and he pretty much turned me down. And I was like hurt. I was like, dang, like that hurt. So then for a long time, I would not, like, 
I wasn't really interested in guys because I'm like, what is it about me that you wasn't interested in? Like we we've been friends. To in my opinion, he has always flirted with me, but I didn't know if he knew that I was available. So I was letting him know that I was available, and I was just as in interested as I thought that he was. And it was like, Skirt! nope, I'm not interested. Boom. Mm. And my feelings was hurt. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. mm. Oh yeah. What about you, Ken? Look, this one right here. I got a gym session waiting on this one right here. Okay. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> because my recent experiences have come that I have been the guy that has everything that they want, but I'm just not who they want. And so so I'm what they want, but not who they want. I'm the wrong mm -hmm. W. So it's in and so it's like the future and Russell Wilson type deal. Okay, they want future to act like Russell Wilson, and but so but because I'm just Russell Wilson up front, I can't. I mean, it's it's bad. So you know, we I get the good conversation. We go out, we have a good time. We man, I'm buying flowers. You know, I'm sliding in your cash app. Now look, I ain't I ain't playing no games. I'm buying flowers, sliding in your cash app. Let me tell now, sending you how to sending you poems. You know what I'm saying? And he transferred. Okay. That you know that you're supposed to do in court real in real courtship because I believe in that. And but at the end of the day, that's not good enough because I'm not, you know, whoever it is that you stuck on. And if you if you stuck on somebody, you need to tell me that up front. And and I feel like that's where a lot of my frustration comes right now is is being the what but not the who. And you know, when they they're gonna wish. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm not the W. I feel like I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm I mean, and, and the problem is, Hardly is here's a who. The, the right. The the and and but I have to to remain positive and to not tap out and not give up. I have to be confident in knowing that for the right person, I'm gonna be the who, what, when, where, and how. You know what all I'm right. saying? So. I have to be confident in that in order to keep pursuing and to keep pushing, not to settle and sit in, you know, and dwell in this sunken place because it's easy to get rejected as a man, like you said, the ego. It's easy to take that punch in the gut and be like, oh, man, I'm tired of these girls. You know what I'm saying? So that's when, you know what, that's when these thoughts start winning because they don't care. You know what I'm saying? The good women, that's why good women lose, is because the bad women. And vice versa. That's why bad men lose. Is because that's why bad men win. Is because because of the, the good men. You know what I'm saying? This the, the vice versa is happening because they're willing to settle for anything after a hurt or trauma. So that that whole over one under another, what that that whole mentality doesn't it it just it doesn't change. It just evolves. So it looks different. It's still the same, but it, but it has a different face on it. So instead of you know, pursuing the woman of God that you really know that you want or pursuing the man that you know that has the good job and all that stuff. You're like, he do work. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to go. <laughs> and he got a part-time job that's temporary. Okay. You know, you know he, but he do work. You know what I'm saying? Instead of saying that because you done went to school, you done got your degree, you done put yourself to a certain standard. So instead of saying, Look, I'm gonna stick beside this man that works hard every day, whether he's you know he works with his hands or, or he wears suit and tie. Well, you're gonna settle for the dude that hollered at you and because he put extra fries in your bag because you feel mm. because you wanted to feel love. You know wow. what I'm saying? You're gonna settle because of that same situation. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. want to, 
whoever shows you the most attention is who's gonna get the you know is who's gonna get it, and that shouldn't be the case at all because yeah. you have value. You know I mean, sometimes he can't afford sometimes, you. <laughs> sometimes we don't even deal with the people that show us the most attention coming from a woman. We be like, he can send, he can send cash out. He can send flowers. He can send chocolate. He can show up at the job with the favorite much. meal. And then his name in the in, in your phone is Food Boy. Whole time other dude. <laughs> Whole time Ooh, other that's dude terrible. that ain't doing what he's supposed to do. Barely calls. Barely shows up. Don't do cash out. Don't do anything that he in there as babe with hard eyes. Like, <laughs> I mean, the same thing happened on the other side, though. It'd be the woman out there who holding it down and cooking every night and cleaning and babysitting your raggedy tail kids when, when y'all and you out and all of that. But it'd be that side chick that got the thong on that put it down on you that ain't got Ooh, no job living on the system. <laughs> and you marry her. It go both ways. Like, let me see. And that's and that's the problem. You know, people say, you know, they want somebody to apply pressure, but can you handle the pressure? Right. Can you handle it? <laughs> can you handle right. it? Because when somebody starts applying pressure to you, you're going to figure out if you're a diamond or you glass real quick because you're going to mm -hmm. bust under the pressure if you can't handle it. Mm -hmm. And mm. boy. And I'm we like gonna, blessing gonna leave, gonna under alone. the pressure. I'm, I'm going to leave that alone because pressure can be a positive. You cut off. Put the coat down. You cut off. <laughs> Put the cup down. Nikki said Joe's apartment is the funniest movie ever. Facts. Uh Tierra said confidence and ego. Don't they go together? Uh in some cases, yes. In a lot of cases, no. Ego was a lot more short term for the most part. Mm -hmm. Once you get over ego, a lot of the times you like, all right, it wasn't it. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. You yeah, I agree with it. <laughs> like, calm down, sir. Um, Tierra said, I've had some hits to the confidence because some, some guys will tell you why you've been rejected. Why is it that they you know what? Who was they? Go ahead. I don't like whenever they don't tell me why I've been rejected, they just be like, You know, it's just it's, it's not you, it's me. No, it's obviously me, and I need to know what it is. <laughs> I need to know because now I'm in the mirror, I'm like. Are my mm -hmm. eyes too big or they too little? Like, did my nose flare up too big? I got a Am I too loud? Down. Am I too quiet? Like, <laughs> is my stomach too big? Is it too small? Like, I'm going through all these things trying to figure out what it is about me that you don't like. Mm -hmm. I would rather a guy tell me. And a lot of the times I have asked guys, like, after um, we talked or dated or whatever, and they decided they no longer want to talk to me, like, I want to know why. And then they, they, you a good girl. Okay, I am, but I'm not married. You didn't want to wife me. You didn't want to be with me long term. I need to know what I did wrong or what is wrong with me so that I can fix it if I want to fix it. Mm -hmm. Or go on accordingly and be like, y'all going to take it how it is. <laughs> well, it goes all back to that communication piece. And a lot of people, a lot of people don't know how to communicate unless they have big emotions. Like I'm angry or I'm in love or, you know what I'm saying? I'm hurt mm -hmm. or, 
you know, I care for this person. Like it's always, it's a lot of times one extreme to the other, but it's like, no, I say it all the time. I probably say it too much. It ain't what you say. It's how you say it. So if you say it at the right, somebody asking you sincerely, you say it in a sincere manner, in a caring manner, you know, in a way you're not trying to hurt someone. It can, sometimes it won't be received, but sometimes it will be. And you done it in a respectful way. And you did what you had to do. And you took accountability to what, on your piece of what you should have said and what you should have done. Right, but if you just tell her, oh no, it's just it's me, you know, I'm not ready to settle down, and you're doing both of y'all an injustice, so you're doing both of y'all right. a disservice. Like, we can communicate as grown folk and be transparent and real and honest, and not be, you know, it'd it be just, you know, what I'm saying, wow, and, and <laughs> we should be able to, <laughs> can we, though? So, we're supposed to be able to, but some of you, you know, y'all know. Y'all both y'all know y'all didn't dealt with some people like you know what I'm just not gonna talk because I feel violent. I've been the person. <laughs> I feel I've violent. been the person who'll be like, all right, if I don't respond to him, it'll go away. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> and then go away. But mm -hmm. I did not. <laughs> it was standing we breathing. You see him at the Walmart, you over there hiding behind the aisles, like you know. <laughs> <laughs> there you go again. <laughs> oh, man, he's still alive. I thought he was dead. <laughs> I wish death upon you. Why are you yeah. in Walmart? <laughs> I cannot. I cannot. Tia said, I've been called too dark, too smart, too weird, too big, and too small. I've also been rejected for having a strange voice or for having an android. Not the android. Yeah, the only thing I understand is the android. I understand that. <laughs> Like, my message is coming out. back green. Like, mm. like, nah, that's terrible. That's terrible. Oh my god, that's so terrible. But I've, I've had that too, Tierra. Yeah, nigga said, Pastor Kid, you better preach. I'm sending in my offering now. All right, put your cash out, being care. Put your cash out, being. <laughs> Tiana said, Extra fries equal coochie nowadays. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, I'm surprised. I thought somebody used to give it up for a cookout tray. Ain't it? Ain't yeah, it. They used to, back when it was $5.99 for a double <laughs> and a burger and a tea. Oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Nikki said, Chase, be so true. Did I not just say the other night about the guy trying to talk to me? Yep, that's he true. Died. That's he true. Died. I forgot about that. Yes. Mm, mm. But why is it that them dudes got the most confidence in the world, but he can't in fries out the window? You know what I'm saying? Here I that am. Part. Here I am. I work with some people that, you know, in different business endeavors that have that make well into the six figures. Like these guys are well off. And they were like, man, put me on, bro. Put you on? Like, you got a whole Maserati in the parking lot. You talking about put you on? Wow. Dude, let me borrow your keys. How about that? We're going to be a new thing. This can be a good beneficial friendship right here. You let me drive your car, I'll put you on here. Okay, how about that? No, listen, I'm telling you, put me on. <laughs> you know, like, no, you put me on. Eggs <laughs> <laughs> is too high. I, I need to stop being single because eggs is too high. I can't afford well, it. They do be having the most confidence, though. It'd be the one person in the room that you feel like should just sit down somewhere. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
they be up and loud. Me and everybody. <laughs> no, not you. I ain't talking about you. Be some folk in the room that need to sit down somewhere. But they, but after a while, that mess start working. You start hearing them being with each other, even though it's in secret and all that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it be happening. Be happening. All right, next step to unresolved. Well, I had one question. We don't. We don't. We way past time now. I had one question, y'all. But what do y'all think hurts someone's dating life the most? Somebody being rejected or the fear of rejection? Fear. Fear. Yeah. Look, see me again. Y'all gonna be best friends next week after you. (laughs) (laughs) After you put on. <laughs> oh man, all right. Unresolved issues, family, love, and dating examples. I had did um so uh, of course we talked about this earlier, but family and seeing family trauma and seeing how family dating and how we bring that into our own relationships. That's definitely a unresolved issue that, that our parents didn't deal with, our aunts and uncles didn't deal with, and going down to us, we didn't deal with. Now we're putting that same mess on our children. Let's be real. We all ain't done deal. With these long-term unresolved issues of family history, trauma, love, and dating. Um, and and Sam joined. He said hello, y'all. Hey Sam. Hi. Hi Sam. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Um, so the next one after that is forgiveness and emotional baggage. Um, so the definition of forgiveness. Well, what forgiveness is, is that it does not mean you are saying that what someone did is okay. It's letting go of the bitterness and anger, anger that keeps you in pain. But a lot of people don't, that, a lot of people feel like if I forgive him, that means he good. I forgive her, that means she what she did was right. Why y'all think that is? Because we don't know the difference between forgive and forget. Like you can for, you can Thanks. forgive somebody, but you you can also remember that they still hurt you. But right. I forgive you for that. Like I'm right. I'm okay, I'm okay. But I still remember what you did. People right. tend to think that if you forgive somebody, that you're gonna forget what they done. Right. And it's it's not the same. Right. Yeah. Forgiveness is for you. It's not for them. Mm. For real. No. For real. What about you, kid? You think it's you think uh why do you think forgiveness is so difficult? Because people have these fallacies in their mind that they make up. Like, well, I forgive him and he gonna change. He, or I forgive her and she not the same. She, that was just and they make up the backstory to what they really saw. And it ain't Ooh. nothing like what they saw. Mm. Well, he only did that because I did this and that. No, you won't doing nothing. Then the food and went upside your head. He crazy, run. But no, you still sitting there. You know, right. I'm gonna stick beside him because you know I'm gonna stick beside her. You know, and she she come and she burnt you with the iron two times in a row this week. You know what I'm saying? Look, bro, you need to run. She already can't cook as it is. Leave. She just used both hands. I'm done. I think, and a lot of times, because but in trauma, a lot of a lot of people need to feel something. So whether it be hurt or help, they just want to feel it. Wow. And they just hang around because they want to feel it. And they want to feel whether it comes from a loving place or from a harmful place. They need to feel that emotion or that emotional rush. No matter where it comes from, they're addicted to it. So whether you, that's why toxic people love each other so much because they get that emotional rush and they get the release of endorphins in their mind and it brings them this level of high. So they love each other 
through this this toxicity and it and, and but it's the same you could get but realizing that you can get that same love from somebody that benefits you and not brings you down that's where you that's when you know you've healed and you've become better so i feel like the family trauma and all that stuff has taught us to really really just enjoy the ride of this toxicity and all this other stuff and but unbeknownst to knowing that you can be better than this you know what i'm saying because a lot of people will uh, well, I, this is all I know, and then well, I'm just a little old person from so No, but you, you're bigger than that. Right. You can break that generational curse if you decide to. Thanks. And I'm not gonna get mm. deep. I'm gonna leave it at that. Ooh, you already deep. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was good. Mm. Sierra talking about, I forgive you, sir, and don't ever talk to me again online or in person. Thanks. Or in. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, forgiveness is definitely tough, and and a lot of the times we, you already said this, but we are abusing our forget the forgiveness that we give, not the person that's we giving it to. So that's mm-hmm. what you were saying, like you know, cheating on you, you forgive him, he cheat on you again, you forgive him, you cheat on him again. Now the next person who just show an inkling of just halfway looking at somebody, oh my god, he cheated. I'm like, no, you can't put that what that last man did. If people gonna be human, don't mix up people being human and people actually cheating because that's two different right. things. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like you can't you can't continue to put that blame on other people. You have to look within yourself for why you forgave them, why you gave right. them that rope, why you allowed this to happen to you, and move on. Exactly. And move on. That's all you can do. Um, go, go ahead. Oh, I thought somebody else had something. So, um, the the other parts of that forgiveness is letting go of what happened and taking the time to heal, which Kev had said that earlier. Like people recognizing when they need to take time to heal from relationships or things of that nature. Um, so the last part of it was understanding self worth and having emotional intelligence. So the first bullet point, and I dealt with this a lot. Whew. Depending on someone else to give you the love you should have be getting from yourself. Mm. Wow. Been there, Ooh. done that. Mm. Wrote that the book, baby. Down, honey. I got the book, the fine print. I got the I'm on the back content. of the cover like this. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of us don't know how to love ourselves, and we be looking for it in other people. But that's why I say take the time off, like take up between relationships, even if it's friendships, like any type of ship. Take a break and get back to you. Get back to what you like. Get back to what you love. Get back to what you enjoy. Because in friendships, relationships, or anything, we always lose ourselves. People don't want to admit it, but we lose ourselves because we try to um, fall into the box of what our partner likes. Like if if my guy likes baseball, I don't necessarily like baseball. I mean, like I like to play baseball, but I don't want to look at baseball on TV. So now every Tuesday, I don't know if baseball, I don't know what days baseball come on. But on Tuesdays, we're watching baseball. And then after we break up, I'm finding myself turning it to ESPN to watch baseball on Tuesdays. I don't even like baseball. Turn it to something else. <laughs> something else is on. Find out, so, find something that you like, that you enjoy. And people don't 
necessarily do that. They just go and find somebody else and then find what they like and enjoy. So now you're still watching baseball on Tuesdays thinking about Mike, but now on Wednesdays you're watching football that you don't like because you with Chris. You know? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. That's real though. We definitely, oh, yeah. it's, it's a difference between being with your partner and being a partner and trying to enjoy what they do because mm -hmm. you love them into a difference in this is who I am because they like it. Mm -hmm. Like that, that ain't, that ain't never going to work. <laughs> now I'm not saying you can't be introduced to a partner and you find out that, Hey, I may actually like this. I'm not saying that mm -hmm. that can't happen, but that don't just automatically become who you are. And if your partner is a good partner and a good lover and a good companion, they will understand that you're doing this because you love me. You're not doing this because this is what you enjoy. Exactly. <laughs> Point blank period. Like it's it's not that hard. Anybody want to go to a murder mystery dinner? Let me know. <laughs> you, know you gotta be willing. Like, you know, if I ask you to come ride with me and go hunting, like you know, that's a badge of honor. For a woman to ride in the truck with you, that's a badge of honor, okay? So if I ask you to get in the truck with me, look, just know. I'm gonna buy you a bacon egg and cheese, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Sweet tea. You know what I'm saying? You know, th this is a badge of honor right here. But beyond that, what I think what people need to understand and what they need to do is uh is take a smoke break. A uh, smoke is an acronym for okay, it starts with self. <laughs> and then it starts with me. So okay, with and then O is for you know other stuff that deals with me. And then mm. for then the K is for your kinfolk, and then E is for everyone else. That's how you deal with it when you take a smoke break. And once you start taking a smoke break in, in these situations and you realize you're not necessarily going to smoke a cigarette, but you need, I need to deal with myself first. Okay, I didn't deal with myself. Now it's time to deal with me. <laughs> yeah, I'm doubling it up because you deserve that. You know, you deserve to double up because anything you might have missed in the self-evaluation, you look in the me-evaluation and gather it right there. And then, you know, then you go down, you know, down the line. You know, mm -hmm. Look, I'm over here writing that. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Smoke break. Uh, I, that's off the cuff. I, 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 just I like that. that too. So if y'all tell somebody about that, you say, "Look, Kev said." Yeah. You, better, you better coin that. You better coin that ASAP. Yeah, hey, definitely take, but definitely take a smoke break. The deal, you know, and because and there's nothing wrong with it. I think the the reason why a lot of relationships, especially, have been suffering so much is because people have made being selfish such a negative connotation and because you're not willing to take that time with yourself and to, to spend time with yourself and to love on yourself the first little thing come along you say you know you and you you know you in love for a two-piece you know, instead of you know what i'm saying instead of instead of expecting more you know, the stuff that you do for yourself on a regular basis or you can do for yourself on a regular basis. And then when someone comes along and offer it, it's something you can be appreciative of it. You should you won't have a level of expectation for it, because now we're in an age where, like, you know, you see girls post all the time, hit my cash app so I know it's real. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Or or, or the first they, they, you got these women is panhandling. OK, I'm like, girl. You you go to work every day like I do. I'm look. I'm not finna be eating vainas and nabs just because you want somebody to hit your cash up so you know it's real. Like at right. the end of the day, you have to come to the the understanding that you know you can love on you that way. When somebody offers you something simple, you say, "Oh, I appreciate it." So if he pays for you to get your nails done, oh, I appreciate it. But your nails is gonna be done either way. 
You know what I'm saying? You know, so right. you, you can the level of appreciation is different when it yeah. comes to stuff like that. And when you good when you do it for yourself, you ain't worry about what nobody else can do for you. And right. I think that's where the I think that's where I really, really put myself apart from a lot of people is everything I like I cook for myself. I do have a cleaning lady. But other than that, I cook for myself, do my own laundry and everything. So if a woman could, when a woman comes in, she, she ain't got to worry about all that stuff. Like, that's not what I need you for. I need you for a companion. Okay. Like, right. let, 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 let's, let's build. Okay. Cause I got some goals I'm trying to attain. And I know you got some too, because we've had this conversation. We've mm-hmm. talked about these things. So we're going to build this stuff together. We're going to, we're going to go to the moon with it. Okay. Let, let's get it. You know, it, we don't, it's time out for, you know, babe, what's your favorite color? Okay. I'm about <laughs> right. You know, okay. Who, who your favorite artist? You know, you like you like you like Michelangelo. Okay, man, that's a new ain't you know artist, bro. Like you know what I'm saying? Like trying to be deep and just making up stuff. You know what I'm saying? Right. That level now we're adults and we we the we the we the aunties and uncles now. You know what I'm saying? We the mamas and the daddies. We we there now. So we right. gotta start governing ourselves accordingly. It's okay when you was having young love and popcorn love and teen love. It was good when you was doing that stuff, but now. You're in the stage in the age where you got to be ready to build when you come in. And it's not like, you know, you're skipping out on stuff, but you got to be ready. When you come in, you got to come in with the mentality and the, and the mindset knowing like, okay, we're going to be friends. We're going to do all this stuff, but we have stuff we got to work on too. And right. we got to grow past, you know, because you got to come in healed because you ain't got time. I can't put you in a game and expect you to help me win and you injured. Okay, like, come on right. now. Right, you over there with a, a popsicle stick on and some rap. And players, to... <laughs> players, nah, we don't need no injured players on the field. That's right, that's right. To answer uh, the be... questions, is oh. pink and purple, Jeezy and Beyonce. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Uh... He said favorite colors and favorite artists. Oh, girl. Pink and purple, Jeezy and Beyonce. I'm <laughs> done. Vince said, after this, I need two smoke to smoke two seeds. I'm done. <laughs> Tierra said, yes, me, 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 and me too. Shout out to Agent Smith from The Matrix. If you don't know about it, whatever. <laughs> uh, Vern said, great show, but I got one question. Why, after the relationship is over, why do y'all women begin to attack the guy below the bill? Men do that too. Yeah, they do. Why do why do people attack below the belt? Is the question. Because we hurt. Wait, wait. Good. What below the belt are we talking about? You, you know, know you order there. You you get under there. No <laughs> way. You know out, so, I love belt. The problem is because it was good while we was getting it. It was great while now, we was getting a it. A lot of the times it wasn't. A lot of the times it wasn't. Just being See. honest. See, but they, that way you got to stop lying. If it ain't good, you don't be making no studio album. If it ain't, if he ain't doing that now, tell the truth. Don't be, don't be doing the background. Don't be doing the, the, doing the, the theatricals. Tell that man, get off me. Unhand <laughs> 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 me. Me and do the same thing though. The men be like, your cooking wasn't that good anyway. <laughs> you, you was eating it though. The, 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 Nigga, you gave lying. 20 pounds. You can still smell you on his lip and he's gonna talk about he won't do it. So you gotta tell the truth to shame the devil. He said it. He won't he won't that good anyway. He's still smelling you. <laughs> they gonna call you back somebody. Can you make that spaghetti that you used to make? <laughs> <laughs> if it won't be no, I thought I could cook. You don't need to take it. 
say that again, Kim. If he if, if it won't get offered to him again, and he don't need to take it. Yeah, he ain't gonna eat it up. You hear Dang. me? Plate be licked up. Me, I, you can't. You ain't gotta lie, Craig. Get right. <laughs> but women do hit. All parties hit below the belt. It's true, and it oh, just yeah. come from a place of hurt. It come from a place of I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna hurt you worse than you hurt me, which is childish. Right. When you think about it. But that's what it comes I mean, down to. I don't to. think it's childish. It I just is. think <laughs> sometimes you, you gotta do what you gotta do. Uh, and then three days later, you talking about, I ain't mean it. I'm sorry. I ain't mean it. I, I meant it. Yeah, that day. You <laughs> meant it that day. Come on, come on, come on back in. Let me right. be a big spoon. <laughs> you, you want me to bring some Chick-fil-A? Uh, I'm going to with us some nuggets, Okay. <laughs> Baby, I didn't say anything. Your hairline is fine. I don't care that it's pushed that far back. (laughs) (laughs) Now, hair is a low belt for real, especially in our community. You know, we sensitive about our hair. (laughs) You should keep these three dreads. They look fine. (laughs) You sound like you on Stevie Wonder team. Somebody need to tell them to let it go. (laughs) Let it go. <laughs> Tia said, "Why? Because petty heals the heart and makes my friends laugh when I'm telling the story. You sound like ch- you been right chasing me, ain't you? Exactly. <laughs> uh, Vince said, "Well, you was a darn good actor, then. Facts. <laughs> facts on facts. Facts on facts. Oh my God! All right, the last little bit. Uh, understand the self-worth, emotional intelligence, hopelessness." Um, the fact that when you you don't even try to give dating a chance because you give up, you don't think it's ever gonna happen. I done tried this mess, I done been down this road, just forget it. Then Mr. Wright come along and you be like, Go on somewhere, take your right. Mrs. Wright come along, you be like, Go on somewhere, take your right. <laughs> well, that's at least twice, three times a week for me. Go. Oh. I'm telling you, I'll be like, you know what? I'm sick of this mess. I ain't I ain't talking to nobody else. I'm <laughs> This gonna be me. me it's gonna be. I'm gonna be happy with Jesus alone. <laughs> lying, lying to myself, lying to myself. Jesus is that what all I, I need? Lying. Okay. I'm like, look, man. I'm, like, look, I, I'm, I'm, I'm good. You know, what I'm, I'm good. I got me. You know, I'm, I got this going. I got that going. And I'll be building myself up. You know what I'm saying? And don't let me just leave the barbershop. Like I got a fresh cut too. Oh, but fresh. I'm good. The I'm the prize, and then you, you know, should always leave the barbershop with a fresh cut and some sweatpants, some gray sweats. Oh, well, not the gray sweats. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, that's wrong. And I'm not, I'm, <laughs> they're gonna get the wrong idea about me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't want anybody to get the wrong idea about me. I ain't got nothing to hide. I cannot. <laughs> I'm not. T.R. said, I'm not. Uh, I've been through that. I might be there right now. I'll be tired. Ain't nobody got time for that, man. I go through it twice a day. Every day. (laughs) Hey, let me find the charger to this vibrator. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Hit it on the side. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. In the barber shop. <laughs> I cannot, I cannot, uh, the, the next, oh, go ahead. Sorry. To be serious about it, though, it's uh, it's that's an easy sunken place to fall into. 
But if I could give a word of encouragement, hang in there. There's somebody for, for you, okay? And you done dealt with a whole lot of knots, and that that knot was just not yet. All right, hang in there. So your person coming. Just just know that. Amen. We receive it. We receive it. Send it on to him, Lord. Send them on to him. Yeah. Don't uh, come next... right now because I ain't got no haircut. Um... I'm done. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> The next one is loneliness or being disconnected. So if you lonely, boy, people be looking real good when you lonely. People be looking, people be looking sexy in the light when all the lights on. Okay. That that minimum wage job be looking like a million bucks on lonely. Okay. That bad looking, bro, for real, when you look at her. Right. But she got a good personality, though. When she turn her head, she not that bad looking, bro. I'm telling you. When you trying to, you be trying to, you trying to, you trying to validate why you, like, man, look, man, you hear me out, bro. Hear me out. Think about this After, you know, after she didn't took, you know, as she, when she get her makeup done, and she get the microbrave, you know what I'm saying, when she put them shit, hey, and you over there she paying all of it. Again, <laughs> you over there cash out of all of it. She, 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 all, she all right, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? She all right. You know, she ain't that bad, bro, when you think about it. You know what I'm saying? She ain't uh, that bad. <laughs> that's but it's bad. You justify she, almost anything. Look, man, it's all right that, you know what I'm saying, she ain't all there. You know what I'm saying? It's okay. <laughs> you all got a little crazy in us, you know what I'm saying? Mean, what we all look a little crazy to... anyway, you know what I'm saying? What is normal? She <laughs> think Shut up. But that's okay. That girl, she in your room throwing matches on your face and bring your house down. You talking about a little okay. crazy. You know? It's a good man, yeah. Savannah. Bye. <laughs> oh, my God. Bye. That was beautiful. I love okay. that cat. <laughs> that was what a good woman. When we be doing the same thing, we'd be like, he got a bad attitude, but he cared though. <laughs> Ooh, he's so angry that I talked to that somebody smiled at me. He loves me. No, bitch, he's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's giving Joe. It's giving Joe from you. He's gonna kill you. <laughs> oh my god. Oh All right, the last two. We got into the last two. Fear. We didn't talk about that a little bit, but that includes nervousness, overgeneralizing, overthinking, and underthinking when it comes to dating. Woo, that fear be real. John, mm-hmm. next time, just say my name. <laughs> <laughs> Shasin B, nervousness. <laughs> overgeneralizing. <laughs> I overanalyze, I underanalyze, uh, I don't analyze. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's all within a eight hour day. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've we didn't even touch the rest of it because okay. of fear. Um, yeah. Whether it be and and even beyond relationship opportunities, besides, I mean, even career opportunities or opportunities that other advances in life, we sold ourselves short because of fear, thinking that you know, mm, I don't, you know, and there again is where this selfishness need to come back into play. Like, why don't I deserve it? You know what I'm saying? You know who who am I to say that I don't deserve this? You know what I'm saying? Like, boy, you know, you look, you done fix your credit up, and you know, you you didn't, and you didn't hit the gym and got back fine, 
You done got okay. a degree and focus on me. It's time for you to boss up. You know what I'm saying? Right. You gotta you know, you and got a real gray sweats. Yeah. Like. You got to do that stuff. <laughs> and, you, and, so, and fear will tell you, mm -mm. Mm -mm. hey, step back, bro. You, you, you're not six foot tall, bro. You might want to step back. You know what I'm saying? You know, or, 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 or you don't have no BBL, so you might want to step back a little bit. You know what I'm saying? It'll oh. tell you these things. But right. I'm gonna be honest with you. We don't we don't like that as men. I'm gonna speak for all the real men that like real women out here. All right. That stuff is not look. We look a little belly will get you some jelly, and toast ain't nothing without jelly. Come on. So, <laughs> okay. Toast is dry. So, so, I mean, you don't see nobody. You don't see no men arguing with no one. They the ones with, with a little tummy. They you know they the ones that's yummy. Amen. So we gonna keep. We gonna keep <laughs> belly moving, gun right? like a bowl of jelly. We, we, we gonna we but the understanding like you know, a lot of these fantasy worlds that social media has created has has women comparing themselves to this when the truth of the matter is I'm gonna be I'm gonna be I'm gonna be raw and radical right here that he looking at this woman you think he thinks she's fine but then he going home looking at porn of women that look just like you well hmm? I don't think they they even doing it I think they going home looking at the porn that they portraying on Facebook or Instagram and Twitter and all that kind of stuff I, I think a lot of the times men don't want to admit that they like the fupa. Like they'll be like, "Why do women tuck their stomach in pants? It's high waisted. Where are the pants? Where where's the belly supposed to go, sir? It's high waisted." But then you on Facebook or Instagram and Twitter, and you talking junk about it. But then the person that you sh showing or sharing on your Facebook and Instagram and all that kind of stuff is somebody that is a hundred percent plastic. So then women. Even though women don't want to admit that they be like, you know, I, I wish I had her ass. I wish I had her stomach. Yeah. I wish I had her Every boobs. Day. Like, you look at that because you see it all the time. Yeah. Like, all the time. They'll, and men, black men especially, and it's because I don't follow white men, so that's why I don't know what white men are posting. But black men, a lot of the times, have so much negativity to say about what black women are doing whenever they are in their natural like mm. why your hair look like that she got she done cut off all her hair she's in her natural stage why your hair look like that but then they get mad about a woman having weave but then they posting a the woman that got weave my nigga what do you want what do you want I think that's our culture in general. I mean, a lot of men do do it, and I totally agree with your statement, but I think women is just as bad. Women praise the women who look like Beyonce and Rihanna and all these women, and, you know, they, I mean, I, I just think it's the, the shift in the culture. I feel like if everybody need to do better, <laughs> I feel like that's everybody true. needs to do better when it comes to accepting people for who they are. Point blank, period. Exactly. Lizzo <laughs> should have to be naked for somebody to love her. Right. Okay. Lizzo is beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Her face, her spirit, her talent alone yeah. is beautiful. And but it you know, ticks me off that people, the first thing that they go to is her weight. They go to her weight because they don't like her. They don't like her because she's beautiful and because she's talented and because she's amazing. And, they, and they're jealous of her. So they want to point out her weight. That's, that's just what give I Give her the hardest time? Women. Yeah, <laughs> black that's women. what I'm saying. Like black women. But then you mad when homeboy didn't like you, but you doing the same exact thing. You doing her. the same thing. Don't be Let mad go. at her because she has the confidence that you wish she had, that you exactly. had. 
<laughs> like <laughs> Lizzo is beautiful. Like beautiful. Like I follow her on um TikTok and I see her a lot of times. You a lot of times people don't see artists like without their makeup and all that kind of stuff. I don't know if she has a beauty filter on. I really don't know. I really don't care. But I'm gonna assume that she doesn't. And Lizzo is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And people need to stop thinking about her weight and just mm-hmm. she's people beautiful. just need to stop being negative, period. period. And that includes me. I ain't sitting here saying I'm perfect. I ain't sitting here saying I ain't never looked at nobody and judged them and um, said they shouldn't wear it or they shouldn't do that. We all got to do better. Right. We, we all sometimes got to put on saying? some stuff that I shouldn't have put on. What's my saying? Even we before all I got to mind our own business and let people be people. Exactly. <laughs> well, I remember when I was skipped here and didn't have a belly and didn't have this back fat, and it was some stuff that I put on that I shouldn't put on, and then nobody say anything about it. But then you want to talk about Not that she put face. on something because she's they probably do. that's true. So. <laughs> you know, I look back at it. Oh, that was cute because yeah. that was ugly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. All right, comments. Sierra said, LOL, oh, a good personality and a joke or two will win on a lonely feeling day. Fact. Mm-hmm. Child, on win. a good yeah. day. I, I love a good joke. No, nah, it'll win. Ain't no almost. Ain't no almost. It's going to win. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> she said, I'm a constant overthinker, so I can't separate it from dating trauma, and I have fear of making the wrong decision. I always make the wrong decisions, Tiara. It'd be Ooh. two in a room. Oh. I'm going to go for the wrong one. <laughs> always is a strong word, though, because like Kev said, we all go through things for a reason. Mm-hmm. So you just have to take the opportunity to learn and grow. Now, the mistake would be not that you did the wrong thing. The mistake would be is that you didn't learn and grow from it. Precisely. Oh, and here it goes. I ain't, yeah. I ain't learned and grooved. No, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. She said, yes, a lot of black women love to force fake modesty on people when it's really about size and stuff they don't like about themselves. That's facts. Mm-hmm. That is fast. Oh, yeah. oh my yeah. god! Oh my god! Mm. Oh, I yeah. thought you had something to say. And for you know, people okay. be like, <laughs> "Well, she, she shouldn't," but she shouldn't have to be naked. You know what I'm saying? And it goes back to you remember when Jill Scott was in um, "Why Did I Get Married?" Mm-hmm. And then she had to lose weight, you know, for him to realize, you know. But we look. Matter of fact, while we at this, shout out to Jill Scott if you're watching this. I can handle you, so I can handle you. Whatever. I can tell you to shut Jill up. Scott is I, I love Jill. I'm going to see her okay. in my Greensboro. Okay. Podcast love her. Love too. <laughs> is Chris going with you? Let's cancel Chris and let me go. It's <laughs> <laughs> actually a girl's truth. You know what I'm saying? Because you did that little. That you going to see Beyonce without me? Don't do that. Go ahead, kid. Sorry. You was up there talking about if he can handle you, he can handle you, and tell you to shut up. He can tell. I right, look. I'll let your boy.com. I can. That's all I want to know. If you're watching this, I can. <laughs> that's all I, I got to say about that. I love you, Jill Scott. What? Jill, what? Jilly? What? Mm. One, of my, one of my favorite recaps is me going in on it. I think Sam was on the podcast or whatever. And I was like, if y'all men really admit that y'all like Jill Scott women instead of them Beyonce's that you can't get in the first place. Okay. I don't understand why Beyonce has to be brought into this. Yeah. 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 Cause people people picture her as the perfect woman. 
She's the a lot of people don't people picture her as the perfect woman. People that ain't fans of her, no, but mm. a lot of people, when they think of a beautiful woman who has everything, Beyonce, Rihanna, mm. all of them is number one on the list. Let's yeah, be they real. Throw, they throw her name out there. <laughs> they throw her name out there. I'm making breakfast, okay? No, that's the kind of one I love Beyonce. Beyonce is an amazing artist, Beyonce is an amazing performer. Mm. We do not put Beyonce on a pedestal that everyone else think that we put Beyonce on. Y'all put her on that pedestal and then try to tear her down from that pedestal. We understand that she's not perfect. We understand that he cheated on her with the Becky with the good hair. Wow. But at the end of the day, she she is amazing as far as an artist and as far as a performer. And that's what we love about her. Period, Pooh. Make me some breakfast. <laughs> Toast to scrambled eggs. You better sing it, girl. Give it to him. Give it to him. <laughs> I love look, look, Jill. Look, don't look. That's enough. Uh, Tiana said, "I don't think Lizzo was doing anything more or less than other artists. She is just bigger in size. That's mm-hmm. my point. A hundred percent agree, Tiana. A hundred percent agree, hey, Lizzo." When you get done playing with little man, I'm done. <laughs> she is in a whole relationship. She got a whole man, yeah, and then a whole good. bunch of y'all skinny people that's out here talking about her ain't got a man. Say easy kid. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, I ain't, I ain't trying to get in your way, man. I ain't gonna get in your way. <laughs> he said it ain't no way. It ain't no way. Um, but um, all right. So the last one, and we already touched on it, was self awareness, understanding your own emotions, blase blase. So we we raise space time. So what it says, how we can heal if we can't talk about all this stuff and not talk about how we heal from it. So the points mm-hmm. that it made from heal from it is cultivating an environment that is safe. Mm-hmm. Super important. Identifying and establishing boundaries. A lot of mm-hmm. us don't know how to do that. Communicating your needs. Mm-hmm. And then what Kale said earlier, self-care. And then last but definitely not least, please seek professional help. Go lay on somebody's couch. Please. The lady. The lady. Talk to the this lady. Is, this is when we would in, insert the um <laughs> ad. <laughs> ad is here. Call. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Please, please go get you some therapy. Okay. All right, so we went through everything. Uh, what's your last piece of, I don't want to say advice. What's your last little note on the topic at hand, Kev? Um, trauma is, uh, it, you, you can heal from it. Knowing that uh, that you can is the biggest portion because you got to look at it like surgery. When you have trauma, for instance, if you have a tumor, they pulled a tumor out. That means you're tumor free, but it don't mean you're necessarily healed yet. So the tumor is gone, but now you have to begin the healing process of healing from the, so you got to heal from the surgery. So give yourself time, give yourself grace. Don't be in a rush because you have to trust God's time. And that's number one. Rushing is going to cost you every time. At some point, it's going to be an expense because you rushed it. Even like when you order a package, if you rush that delivery, it's going to cost extra. So think about it that way. What's coming to you is going to cost you extra if you rush it. Wait for it. It'll be beneficial. Just wait for it. Mm. All right. All right, Chazby, what's your final thoughts? I'm giving my final thoughts to myself. So 
I still believe in love. <laughs> All, right. All right. I am st- I am deserving of the love that I want to receive. And I know that I'm going to get it. And I know that I'm going to get it in the way that I want it to happen. It's not going to be society's way or views or the Christian church views or my family views. But I know that I'm going to have my person that is going to be everything that I want from them. And I ain't gonna stop, baby. All I have right. to kiss all these frogs to get to the prince. <laughs> frogs. frogs to get to the prince, but he's got them, baby. I heard that. I heard that. All right. I guess my final, I mean, they didn't say that all, but my final thoughts would be self-evaluation, of course, figuring out why you allow, why you do, why you love, why you hate why you think this way like really take a deep dive and therapy will help with a lot of that therapy will help you deep dive deep into why you allow these things to happen big time and then of course learn how to love yourself because what they say can't nobody else love you if you don't know how to love yourself you know what i'm saying so if you don't learn how to love yourself first then you're looking for that for them to feel a void that they will never feel <laughs> so learn how to love yourself and get some help and seek therapy. So that would be my final thought. And also touch women and men. Make sure that you know how to please yourself so that you can tell other people how to please you. Okay, go ahead. I mean, that's true. I kept all the sex stuff out of it. I was trying to be real <laughs> But there's definitely some sex stuff in there too. Man. Yeah. Might have to have part but two for that. That's something that's very important. Like know how to please yourself so that you can tell your partner how to please you. Mm, and don't be afraid to communicate it. And don't be afraid to communicate it. And then that way, whenever the relationship ends, you can be like, it was little, but he knew what he was doing. <laughs> it was dry, but she knew what she was doing. <laughs> Mm-mm-mm-mm. You ain't got nothing here. You ain't got nothing. <laughs> Thank y'all. Thank y'all for that. Uh, look, <laughs> if y'all watching that free game, they told you. They told you it's free game. So, uh, look, but uh, in all seriousness, though, that yeah. that's true. You got to know how to love yourself in every aspect of loving. Exactly. So, uh, I told myself how to get my best orgasm and baby. Yeah. <laughs> love on yourself is the, mm-hmm. be- the best way you know how. And if you don't know how to love yourself, learn to love yourself. Number one. Right. And number two, I just want to thank y'all for having me on. I appreciate it. Y'all ladies rock. Be Absolutely, fun. Tiana. And um Absolutely. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like and share, subscribe. Okay. That when you get a chance, all right? That's right. Wait, wait, well, he done do that. He done do oh. the outro for us. He said, "Everybody like, Thank follow, you. share, subscribe, and hit the there go to cash out." Okay. But, I mean, I was just talking about my followers that may not necessarily follow. Oh. Oh. Still, still do your outro. Still dang. do your outro. I won't say that. Still do your thing. Look, you gotta do your thing, bro. You gotta do your thing, man. You know what I'm saying? You gotta do your thing. I was just telling my followers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, care followers. Mm-hmm. Care followers. Make sure you do us a favor and like, share, subscribe. On everything that we do, please follow us. We're on YouTube, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we on all audio podcast platforms. I heart. If you don't Apple. watch us Wednesdays, you can listen to us on Apple, on Spotify, on iHeart, on Pandora, on you name it. We on Amazon, you name it. We on there. So you can listen to every episode. 
And sometimes I just go back and listen on the way on the road, and then they be laughing at myself. So I don't know. That might be a little bit of insanity, but I don't care. Be funny. Okay. <laughs> you be funny. You be funny. I'll be, I be funny. laughing too. <laughs> but yeah, if you think of any topics or anything that we need to discuss, or you think of if you think of a good guest that need to be on the podcast, please inbox me or Chassie B, or you can inbox the occasionally posh page, or you can email us at occasionallyposh at gmail.com. Don't y'all look All at right. my nails. I had a rough <laughs> week with nails. <laughs> I understand. I understand. All right, that's all. That's it. We done. We see you guys next week. Next week. Will be- but to answer Tiana's question, yes, I, I act up everywhere that I'm at. Everywhere. It doesn't matter. It don't. Church. <laughs> funeral homes. It don't matter. <laughs> A barnyard. Uh, all right. Bye, y'all. We see y'all next week. Bye-bye. Love y'all. Bye-bye.